Hello, and welcome to ASMR Tirar the Whale. Are you hoping to calm your mind, relax your body, or experience ASMR? Dr. Andrew Michaels is here to help you. We are so grateful you have chosen to spend some time with us today. Please remember to subscribe if you haven't already, and consider reviewing this podcast on iTunes and sharing it with your friends and family. It really does help. Good afternoon, and welcome to my silly little podcast. I made the horrible mistake of having a couple of drinks in the middle of the day to record a video. It meant just the alcohol was meant as a prop, but it ended up affecting me for the rest of the day. I have a little secret to tell. I'm <laughs> I'm not making this up. You're going to think it's bravado or my ego or some macho thing, but I am the Doc Holiday of ASMR. The more I drink, the more amazing I am at doing video editing. I'm actually faster and better at editing video when I'm lubricated than when I'm a little stiff. But because I was trying to cut back on how much I was drinking and lose some weight, I uh, stopped drinking so much. And uh, I don't think it affected my work so much because I literally had to learn how to edit video not having a couple of beers inside me. <laughs> That's me taking a drink out of a can right now. You know I am a time traveler, don't you? That's not the liquor speaking. That's me talking to you. You do know I'm a certified card-carrying time traveler. Dr. Andrew Michaels can see the future and see the past and change it. Bend time-space continuum to his own will. He can do it, you know. Through force of will, he can make things happen. A lot of you might think that's just a guy talking, but it's true. I see the day when I'm standing in Trafalgar Square in London, England, deep into the city of England, reaching up and touching the lion at the base of Nelson's Column in Trafalgar Square, and seeing my dearest friends reaching up with me, trying to touch the paw of that lion with me.
you make things happen in the future. You make things happen in time through force of will by making it happen, seeing it, visualizing it, picturing it in your hand. You're holding the photograph in your hand. And you make it happen. And you don't give up on people. You don't give up on friends. You don't give up on family. Some people are both family and friends. And you don't give up on them. I know it's hard. You sit back and you see the angst and the shyness and the foreboding that your dearest, closest friends and loved ones go through. And they think you don't care or you don't have a concern over their shyness or their nervousness, their fallibility as being a human being. But what they don't see is I'm just as fallible as them. There were so many opportunities for me to say I'm not going to Trafalgar Square. So many reasons, medical, personal, that could have stopped me from going. But I went. It wasn't strength of character. It wasn't strength of body. And it wasn't strength of mind. It was a force of will to go there. To stand before the giants that came before me, as silly as it is, <laughs> I can't compare my life to that of Nelson and the soldiers and the marines and the sailors that fought beside him. They affected history on a planetary scale that went on for 150 years. The battle they fought, that they won, changed the geopolitical landscape of the entire planet for 150 years. It was only the rise of the Nazi Third Reich that put a stop to the changes that Nelson's men fought for 150 years before that date. The only conflagration big enough, World War II, that was the only conflagration big enough to change the destiny of this entire 
planet from what those men set forth at the Battle of Trafalgar. To say that this battle has some meaning, some importance to my life, to my in my thinking, in my mind, is I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. History is what you make of it. You find your place in history. You find yourself in a moment in time. And you begin to understand the weight and the power of time and the weight and the time of gravity the entire planet lying in a gravity well that warps time space around it the world is both a small place it's a small world I could travel halfway around the world and meet people I never dreamed I would meet but at the same time, it's a grand, huge, huge world that warps time and space around it. To bend that time-space continuum to my will for a moment in time, that is the destiny of all of humanity. You think in your mind that if you're written down in a book, if some famous person writes your name in a book, that makes you famous too. That makes you immortal to have your name put in a book that's published, that people read. I've done all that. It's meaningless. It is an honor. Don't get me wrong. It is an honor to have my name placed in a book by a famous man that I loved and cherished as a human being. But that's small, small profits for the work that I have done in the business of being who I am as Michael Weil, as your friend Dr. Andrew Michaels, the character I play. He is a time traveler. And his job is to warp time and space beyond that which you can perceive in your own thinking. How do we change our destiny, change our destination? How do we affect time and space in our existence? This is the question that Dr. Andrew Michaels asks you as a time traveler. How do you affect the entire time-space continuum of the planet Earth as it warps this area, this localization of the entire universe, bends it to its body? It conforms to the size and the shape of the planet. And you, you, this tiny little insignificant bug 
on the surface of the planet, you think you have the right to affect change, to affect a difference on this planet on a global level of achievement. Well, it beckons reasoning. It defies reasoning. Yet I am here to tell you that it is possible. And it is probable that you can do it. Because I've done it too. You have no idea how much of a change you have levied on the planet by forcing change on a global level to the time-space continuum, even if it's minute, even if the change is small, even if the change appears insignificant. You have done so much for the world, for those around you. I look at the people that I have helped along the way, who have helped me along the way, and I look at them growing as human beings, growing as creatures of this universe, creatures of creation. I won't begin to bore you with my feelings and my postulations on creation and the age of the universe, but I will tell you that I think the scientists and the creationists are both right to a degree. This universe was created as a test, and the test is what do we do with it? What do we do with what we are given? And the only way that works is if you live without fear. You take the challenges of life that are thrown at you and you go forward. You must go forward in life. You must not be afraid to go forward. And you must not be afraid to be the creature you were meant to be. The pride I take in seeing my fellow human beings grow is immeasurable. To see the smile on their face, to see the light in their eyes, the power in their speech, the power in their minds. They chose not to give up. They chose to become something better than what they are. They chose to be that which they wished they could be. I don't like to drop names, but I think of my dear receptionist. How shy she is. How she's afraid of doing things and being heard letting her voice get out there. And I am forever prodding her to use that voice 
to speak up, to be heard. It's not a little thing. It's not me making myself better by getting her to talk. It's me letting her be the person she should be. Strong, determined, not afraid to speak. And I see it with all my friends. My dear friend Peggy, my dear friend Jim, my dear friend Liam, my dear friend Rob, and so many like them. I sit back and I see them being nervous to put themselves out there. But after we meet, after they see the kindred spirit, the strength of each other, the strength of themselves, and the brotherhood of being a human being, They see the strength inside themselves and they become something more than what they were. Stronger than what they were. Better than they were. They make me proud. They make me feel like I accomplished something and that I should go on. And that giving up is the worst thing that we can all do. Giving up is the absolute worst thing that humanity can do to itself. Today, a young man named, I, d I really don't know his name other than his channel name, Wolford ASMR. Wolford ASMR, a United Kingdom, England artist wrote to me on Twitter that he got to Trafalgar Square late. He took a photo and he sent it to me and he said he got there late. But I would, I would say he's not late. He just wasn't there at the same time. You see, in my heart, I'm still there. In my heart, I'm still standing beside Liam and Jim and my friend from China, Han, and the others. And I'm watching that young boy from England, so shy he's afraid to talk to me walk over and chat up my daughter. And I was so proud of him. And I was so proud of my daughter because she was so sweet to him, so nice to this little red-haired boy that came a long way to meet Dr. Andrew Michaels, to ask him many questions. And then he saw this pretty little girl standing there from America it was probably the bravest thing he ever did. He walked up and he chatted her up in front of God and everyone. And he was so brave. And she was, of course, she was obliged to talk to him because he was so strong and forward. And 
willing to talk. He was so assured of himself. She had to talk to him. Do you see where I'm going with this? She had to talk to him. She had to be polite. She had to take in what he said. Because he was showing great strength of character. Great strength of resolve. Great confidence in his abilities. If you think I'm just speaking on my own experience, my wife felt the same way. She was amazed that this young man was so strong in his determination to be seen, to be heard, to be known. I was proud of him like a son, if that makes sense to you. At that time, my friends Liam and Jim were struggling, trying to get noticed. I don't know if they remember me telling them, but I said, when we meet again, you'll be bigger than me next time. They're getting there. I couldn't be more proud of them than I am right now. The trick to tra time travel is to see the future. Don't predict it. See it. See the potential in those around you. See your friend Han being so proud of himself that he took the time to come visit. And that young man, and Jim, and Rob, and Liam, and others. Strength of character. Being there in the moment of time making the whole world stop. The fact that my friends Peggy and Bob come all the way from Wales to guide me and help me around town so I knew when and where to go to get me where I needed to be to make it happen. This is what time travel is for a human being. can make the future happen. The past has no, no weight on us. We can escape the events of the past and make our own futures. Just like we did in Trafalgar Square. And when my friend Wolford, ASMR, was walking around, snapping photos and reached up and touched the mermaid, Touched the lion's paw below Nelson's column. He was touching my hand that had been there before. He was wanting to be in that moment with us. To share in that moment. To be part of it. And the truth of the matter is, he was. He went there, and he made it happen.
through his force of will, he reached out and he put his hand on that lion's paw and reached out to us, to all of us. And we saw him there, and we didn't leave him behind. We didn't leave you behind, brother. You know we didn't. And we're right there with you. And we'll be there with you again. And it sounds silly, and it sounds trite, and it sounds like a fairy tale, and a silly little story, and a little metaphor, and oh, it's so sweet, and everybody hold hands and dance around the fire and sing, Kumbaya. But Dr. Andrew Michaels never gave up on you. And Dr. Andrew Michaels takes the time to see when people don't give up on him. Do you understand me? I take the time to see when people don't give up on me. And on an icy cold February day, months and months after, we left that square. Wolford walked in, placed his hand down, took a photo and said, I can feel you here. I can feel all of you here. And in that moment of time, he reached out to us. He bent time and space around him and made the whole universe stand up and take notice of this insignificant little moment in time. And it is possible. It's not impossible. It is possible. I never gave up on you my friend. And I think you know who I'm talking to right now. But I need you to stand back, look in that mirror, and realize you, my friend, never gave up on me. Did you? You didn't, did you? That's right. You never gave up on me either. And I swear I won't give up on you. Someday, we'll put our hand on the lion's paw at Trafalgar Square together, my friend. And won't that be a picture to behold? It will be for me. I assure you, I assure you, my friend, until I see you again, please have a most blessed day. Thank you for joining me today. Become that time traveler. You can do it. You can do it too. Don't give up on you. 
Thank you for joining us for ASMR Tirar de Huello. Please take a moment to share, rate, and review this podcast. It really does help. If you are interested in additional ASMR content, you may view our library of videos at youtube.com slash The theme song, Atlantis, is by Jason Shaw of Audionautics.com and is used by permission. Correspondence, including questions or requests, may be sent to tirardehuello at gmail.com. On behalf of Dr. Andrew Michaels, thank you.